Happy New Year, y'all. This is Erica Jones of the Healing Revolution podcast, and I am here with a message for you for January, all about the energy of the month. I have some channeled Akashic record readings for January and for the year of 2023, and I want to touch on a lot of things. Um, And I also want to thank Mercury Retrograde or whatever has delayed this episode like three times because every time I've tried to record it, there's been a problem. So let's cross our fingers and hope this one goes well. I think there's a reason though. Sometimes things don't work out because there's more that needs to happen. There's more that needs to come. There's more information that we need or different helpers or scenarios to support what we're doing. And I don't know about you, but I feel like this time of year, I know the earth is calling us to go within, to slow down, to rest, to heal, to dream. January is the dream time. I've talked about this for years. This is the time to go within. Yet, the world of marketing and a lot of our inner drive is like, I'm starting something new. I want to do the thing. I want to move forward. I want to take action. And it can be really frustrating to feel like it's not time. But let me tell you, if you're chomping at the bit to do something, unless you have like a clear, aligned, like, hell yes right now, it's probably not the time. So let me get into a little bit about what I mean. I've been percolating on my word of the year and some themes for the year, and I just couldn't land on one. And I was looking back at last year, I sent out a post about this, and I found the word trust that I wrote down in January, and holy shit, did this year bring opportunities for trust. And the end of the year was a big moment of trust when I got injured, couldn't work for a month, kind of upset my whole life, my family dynamics, all our routines, everything that we're doing really, it felt like was kind of stripped away. And I had to trust. And one of the things that I recognized was a commitment or an intention to a theme or idea can be much more powerful when you hold it inside of yourself than a goal. Something I'm trying to do out there. If my goals for the year were I'm going to accomplish X, Y, Z, and I definitely had things that I was had scheduled that I has, was trying to accomplish, and not all of them happened, to be honest with you. But when I held the feeling of trust, I was able to trust that the things that happened or didn't happen were in support of me. There was a retreat that after a sold an almost sold out retreat that I ran last year, there was another one that had zero signups. And I'm like, what is happening here? Why isn't this working? Well, that was the day my aunt was in the hospital and we had to all go say goodbye to her. And she passed a few days later. We thought she wouldn't make it through the night. And so while I didn't understand why my work wasn't working out, There was something deeper at play. And I want to invite you to think about that 
as we talk about January and the coming year, because you can curiously observe. And I say curiously because it's always helpful to really have curiosity when you're looking at yourself instead of judgment, criticism, that kind of thing. If you can look at situations and get really caught up in it, it's easy to have a reaction. But if you can have a sense of curiosity, it's easier to be a little detached and just observe, notice how this interplays for you. And, you know, I haven't, I've been trying to force a word to come through, but I recognize in that commitment of trust, what happened when I set that intention was I really did learn to trust myself this year. But I also had countless opportunities to learn trust, which means that I was confronted with loads and loads of situations in my life where I didn't want to trust. I wasn't in trust. And then I had to find my way there. And so while it in the end was very helpful, it wasn't necessarily easy. So if you're someone who's chosen a word for the year, I would suggest really sitting with, did this word choose you? Because sometimes that happens. Actually, often that happens. Your word chooses you. It comes to you. And it kind of demands your attention. But maybe you chose your word. But I would invite you to kind of qualify those words. You know, you can ask for ease also. You can ask to feel joy and peace in these transformational experiences. Um, And I really believe that whatever we set our intentions for, It carries through inside of ourselves and kind of weaves throughout our year versus a goal. It's something you do or you don't do. And it's outside of you. It's not part of who you are. Now, I'm talking about that because this year is all about, 2023 is all about changing the structures and dynamics of how we live individually and collectively. And so I know in tarot and numerology, uh, this year is a seven year, which equates to the chariot in tarot. And if you know anything about the chariot, the chariot is the vehicle that carries us forward. It's not the person driving the chariot. It is the literal chariot. It is the thing that we're hanging out in. It's how we're living It's what we're doing. I guess you can hear my dog huffing over here. She's sitting on my lap. And um, she, (laughs) the dog, the chariot is how we operate. It's where we're going. It's what carries us forward. And if what is carrying us forward is not functioning well, if the structures in our life aren't functioning well, if our systems aren't functioning well, they don't make us feel good, they don't serve us anymore, they're not going in the direction that we want to go, or they're dragging us down, it's time to shed them. It's time to make changes so that we can move forward and go where we want to go. So that's like the journey of this year. That's a big theme by itself. And after all of the last few years and how much people have been through internally and how much trauma and pain and suffering has come up and how much chaos and conflict and all of this has happened, it's had a change inside of us. It has changed who we are inside. And naturally, as who we are changes, that 
moves out into our lives. And now that we're different, we want to live differently. Now that we're different, we want our lives to look different, to operate different. We want to exist differently in the world, right? So that's going to mean something different for all of us. But that's really kind of where we're at. And it makes sense collectively because the systems and structures that we've been living with aren't serving a huge proportion of our people. And so if they're not working, they need to change. But change isn't always easy. It's not always comfortable. It's a lot of work. Nobody really wants to change if they don't have to. If you're comfortable enough, you probably won't want to go through the effort because change takes time. It takes energy. It takes dedication. If I have the same morning routine every single day of my life and I decide to change it, it's not easy in the beginning. When you start working out again, it's not easy in the beginning. It can become easy as you implement and integrate those changes and they become habits But in the beginning, it's not. And so part of what helps with change is changing inside of yourself. And then being committed to living your new truth, belief, idea, vision in the world. And then that breaks down to changing some habits, changing the way you interact in relationships. You know, like it looks different for everybody. But coming to some sort of commitment within yourself is really important in order to kind of guide the ship forward. In order to keep you true to where you want to go, you could set a lot of goals right now. But if the systems and structures of your life are rearranging themselves this year, if you're making some drastic changes this year, if this year is going to unveil some new things for you, First, you have to get clear on what you want and then let that vision of what you want to be your guide forward. So some of you are very clear on what you want, who you want to be, how you want to operate, how you want to give back and contribute in the world, how you want to live and have relationship. And others don't have any idea They just know that they're suffering and they don't like X, Y, Z or this part of their life is painful and they can't do it anymore. They don't want to do it anymore. They want something different. So we have this beautiful and tremendous opportunity for change and it's not necessarily easy. So there's a few themes that I feel like are coming forth with this. And part of it is you don't have to do it alone. Community is really important. And community isn't necessarily hanging out with all the same people. It's what people will help you live and be more of who you want to be in the world. Is there sometimes our existing community doesn't serve our deepest desires. That doesn't mean we have to ditch everybody. 
but it does mean that you might be ready to make space for some new people in your life, some new situations, or to engage in community in a new way that's going to uplift and support your desires. If you want to be healthier and stronger, maybe you want to join a run club, you know, or maybe you want to go to yoga more often. Whatever the case may be, you get to leading into community, even if it's like one-on-one support, you don't have to do any of this alone. So when there's big stuff happening, we have this ridiculous American idea that we should all be totally self-sufficient, independent, and we are not. We're interdependent creatures. We need each other. Giving and receiving is part of how we're designed to operate. Not that we're good at it, But that's what serves us best. And so when you can be in relationship and in giving and receiving, not only do you benefit from other perspectives, other support, other ideas, but you also get to move through things quicker because other people who've had experiences and challenges that you're struggling with might help you move through it in an easier, lighter way. They might introduce you to opportunities and ideas that you wouldn't have had on your own. There's a million ways giving and receiving are important. And we'll talk a lot more about that another time. So community is important. Preparation is important. With preparation, there's also rest. Like if you were a marathon runner or a swimmer and you're getting ready to do an event, you taper. So leading up to the big event, you do less activity in your training. So you're going to have a heavy training schedule. And the closer you get to your big event, you do less. You do that so that your body has a chance to rest and recover. Because even though the training is good for you, using air quotes here, it still is a stress on your body. And so if you want your body to perform at its peak, you want it to be well rested, well nourished, and like ready to go. So you're going to taper, you're going to rest in advance of the big event. Now, I know a lot of people in December that got injured and sick and shut down, like I said, um, from the weather, stuck at home. There's been some more space in people's lives. And I injured my body and was out for the month. And part of me is chomping at the bit to be back, offering things, doing more work, doing more events. I miss that. And I don't feel ready to step back in fully yet. My body's not really healed yet. And the thing is, I could force it. I could push myself to just show up for it. But that ultimately can be destructive. And I really get the sense that we need this rest right now to move into this year. We need to come back within ourselves. We need to really attend to our daily needs, our physical needs. We need to let our bodies rest. We need to find some peace and some relaxation. We need to nourish ourselves deeply. And it's helpful. We can set intentions in this time. We can have ideas of what we're creating. We can get really clear on who we want to be, how we want to be. But we still might be focused more on the preparation than the doing. A farmer isn't just going to 
go outside in January and throw some seeds in the ground because they're ready to start. You know, they have to wait till the snow melts and the ground thaws. And then they have to wait till the soil's prepared. There's a lot that needs to happen in order to start the process. And so that's part of what we're doing. You have to plant what you're doing. What are you going to plant? Do you have the seeds? Are you gathering the materials and the resources for the things that you want in your life? So another theme is commitment and honoring yourself. And I feel like right now, this year, commitment really needs to look like what are you committed to for you? I'd love for you to think for a moment about all the commitments that you have in your life and how committed you are to your family, maybe your partner, your work, relationships, community. So many of us are committed in all these ways to the outside world, but when it comes to ourselves, we put ourselves last. So our commitment to ourselves is like, if I have the time, which let's be honest, whoever does, if I, you know, have the energy, maybe I will, because we hold these commitments to others as so important and so valuable, but we're not committed to our own needs and desires. So I want to talk to you more about all of this, but before that, I want to read my 2023 Akashic Record reading. So this is when I go into the Akashic Records, you do a meditation, you go in, it's basically like the soul's library Um, so it's divinely channeled messages. It might sound weird, but every time I do it, I get really reassuring information and I'm going to start practicing sharing because it feels vulnerable. So here we are. I'm embracing that. 2023 Akashic Record Report. Be, be at peace. Find more joy, space, and peace. Slow. Go slow. Integrate. It takes time, you know. You know who you are becoming. You are leaving parts behind. Your life must catch up. All of this takes time. Even in the spaces when you don't know what to do, tune into yourself. Peace and joy can come through. Bring back all your pieces. Honor who you were and what you did. Honor those parts, but know what's coming is different than what has been. The world feels chaotic, stress and friction abound, but even this is changing. Rest your feet on solid ground. What part of life is stable? What feels flimsy and weak? 
It's time to rebuild and repair. No longer time to be meek. Stand for yourself, your desires, needs, and dreams. Stand for your neighbors. A vibrant forest is made of trees. Each individual has their role to play. Mind your business. Don't get distracted. Find lightness and joy in work with time to rest and play. We can't skip this process. It takes time to build anew. We must do it for the love of earth and sky, for communities, for families, and for you. So if you haven't heard any of my channeled messages before, my guides tend to rhyme, which I think is very silly and it makes me laugh. So I think it's a perfect antidote to my tendency to be too serious, but I really love all of that. Life it's time for us to change. It's time for us to do things in a new way. It's time for us to really focus on ourselves. It's time for us to give to ourselves and allow ourselves to receive. My word for the year is actually receiving. And it's not a space I've been comfortable with most of my life. I'd rather be the giver. I'd rather be independent. I'd rather not need any help. And this December really forced that. But I've been practicing all year, honestly, um, how to receive. But part of receiving is receiving from the earth, recognizing that every time we eat, we're receiving from the earth. Every breath we take, Every inhale is a gift from the plants and the earth to us. And every exhale is our gift to them. We are living in sacred reciprocity of giving and receiving. But so many of us give and give, but aren't open to receive. And one of the most powerful ways to flip that is to allow yourself to receive from the earth and recognize and really honor and have gratitude for that. And to allow yourself to receive from yourself. If you can give to yourself and allow yourself to receive your own love, your own care, your own nourishment, it helps you practice receiving from others. It's not the other way around. And one lesson I learned this year is that we have flipped our balance of giving and receiving. We tend to give in hopes that we will eventually receive. And the actual truth is the more we expand our capacity to receive, the more we can receive and hold, the more we have to give. It's like filling your cup. And instead of pouring out from the overflow, which is what I always talked about before, 
it's like once I'm once I've had a full cup for a while, I realize I need more than a cup. I need a pint. Now I need a quart. Now I need a gallon. You want to expand your capacity to receive and hold all the love and goodness of the world so that you have more to give. Right? Instead of giving until you're empty and then hoping someone will give back, hoping that you'll receive some little bit of what you need, you receive first. Because when you're empty, you have nothing to give. Which is where the rest comes in. Which is where we fill ourselves first in preparation for then what we want to give and do. So your January Akashic message is slow to start, rest, and prepare. This year will be big. Don't be caught unaware. Rest and recover. Bring your parts back home. Nurture your heart. Don't do it alone. Let your light shine in the dark. Feed the flames of joy. Let your mind wander. Find comfort and peace. Dream big, then dream bigger. Set intentions and see. Your desires help you awaken. Life is changing. Be still and believe. I heard something recently about manifestation and really making lasting change in your life and creating something new. And when we're trying to attract some new thing or energy into our life, what they said was there were three parts. I believe this was Vision from Mind Valley. He has some online classes. And I believe he said, first part is belief. We or no, the first part is getting clear on our desires. What is it that we want? And often you want to look beyond the thing to what you think the thing will make you feel. Because we all want things in our life. We want jobs, we want houses, we want cars, we want all the things. But we really want the thing because of what we imagine we will feel because of the thing. It's like not just the one thing. It's like what's next? What's next, right? So I want the home because I want a safe, comfortable place where my family can be more comfortable, you know, have more joy, have more stability, whatever. Have more esteem. We want certain careers, right? So we want something because of what we want to feel. So get in tune with what your desires are and especially what you want to feel then do you believe it's possible for you to have that thing? There's a lot of things that I've wanted in my life, but I didn't believe I could have. I didn't believe in. I said I wanted them, but inside I didn't believe I was deserving of it. I didn't believe I could. I didn't believe I was smart enough or good enough or whatever, right? So do you believe it's possible for you to have that thing? And do you expect it to come? Do you expect that it will happen? 
And there's a lot about manifestation and the law of attraction and setting intentions. And I really think it's more about resonating and becoming magnetic. So it's not about striving to go get the thing. It's about changing who you are so that this thing naturally comes to you. Changing yourself, changing your life, changing your energy, changing your feeling. And when you expect something to come, you believe it's possible, you're clear on your desires, it, it like opens the door to receive it. We just talked about receiving, right? Well, if you don't have an expectation that it's coming, like you're inviting people over to a party, but the gate's locked. You didn't expect anybody to show up, so you didn't bother opening the gate that they could actually come in, right? We have to open ourselves to the things that we say that we want. And sometimes those pieces need help. Like we need help finding that belief inside of ourselves. We need help, um, you know, shifting. We have to change in some way to allow these things to come. And so this is where my question about commitment really comes in. And I think this is where I want to end with you today. So what are you really committed to? And how do you want to commit to yourself? In the last few months, I've had a lot of, last month, I've had a lot of time to reflect on my life and my business and how things are going and what I want in the future. And I want to make an impact. I want to help people heal. I want to help people grow. And I feel called to reach more people and talk to more people. And um, I was looking at the clients that I've worked with over the last year. And I noticed that those who have been committed, they come on a regular basis. I see them once or twice a month, typically, sometimes not that frequently, but typically once or twice a month. Um, they're also doing other things for themselves. It's not like our work together is the end all be all, but they are committed to themselves and their healing and they're committed to getting support for their growth and evolution. And I look at those people, I would say there's maybe 12 that I see on a very regular basis. It is staggering to look at where they were in January of last year, or when I started with them in April or May to where they are now. And even the clients that I worked with for three months on a committed basis, between when we started and when they finished, it was like a night and day difference. I would say 10 or 20 times, like the change, the transformation, the way that people can work through their pain and their hurts and their trauma and their limiting beliefs and their physical pain and heal their bodies and you know, step into new careers, opportunities, relationships, to set boundaries with family, like the ways that these I'm so impressed with the ways that these people are living their lives, they're living their truth, they're showing up for themselves. And it's, 
beautiful and it's incredible. And it's so beyond, it's beyond coaching. It's beyond healing. It's beyond wellness. I don't even know really how to talk about this. And that's something that I need to work on. But when I work with somebody and they come here and there, they dip in, they do a thing. Many of them, I'm sure many people are on their own path, right? I don't see them for an ongoing basis, but that doesn't mean that I'm not one small part of their bigger picture. But when I can see the direct impact of what I've done with people and how much they've changed and grown and how much more authentically they're living their lives and how much happier and more well they are like on every life measure. I want more of that. I want to be someone who can really, who gets to help people like that. And so for me with COVID and my business, I didn't want to commit to anything because with the world and chaos, I didn't know what I wanted to do in six months, let alone how I wanted to support clients. And what I've realized going into 2023 is 2023 is about commitment to myself, but it's also about holding a commitment to my business and to my well-being, my family and my clients. Like I love seeing how amazing these people are doing. And I want more committed clients because I want to help make magic happen in the world. I want to help people change their lives. I don't want to just help them feel better for a couple hours. I want to help them change the way that they live. And so going forward in the next couple of months, I'll have some opportunities for people to sign up and commit to their own healing, their own growth, their own business, whatever it is that they're doing in their lives, like making a commitment makes not a little difference. It makes all the difference. And if I didn't spend last year committed to trusting myself, I would have lost it in December when I got hurt. But because I built this strength, this muscle of trust, I had that to rely on because I've been committed to my own healing and my own growth and my own evolution. I, I have so many skills to rely on when these things happen in my life that I know I'm going to be okay. And more people deserve to feel that and I can help them. And I'll have a seasonal ceremony for collective healing so that we can go beyond community, go beyond ceremony, go beyond coaching, and really journey together through the year. So I will have information coming out in the next couple months But what that will look like is a year-long opportunity to work together. But it will only start with a a three-month-at-a-time commitment. And, yeah, it's time for us to change. And it can't be forced. We have to be ready. We have to be ready to step forward on our path. We have to be ready to take the opportunities that present themselves to us. We have to be ready to say yes to our own healing, to our own growth, to our own evolution, because nobody can do it for us. 
that's our work. And like I said, it's not easy work, but when you're supported, it makes all the difference. And I will tell you that while I have offered a lot of support, I've also received tons of support to keep me going, to help me navigate my own challenges. Because as much as I can do a great job doing that for others, it's not easy to do the work myself. It's worth it to have help. So here we are. New year, new uh, month, new podcast episode. I love you all. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day.